Okay. Excuse me. All right. It's fucking five. <clears throat> it is five twenty-four. I do not have a lot of time to do this, and I have a lot I want to talk about. Um. So welcome to <laughs> the second episode, finally, of Alpha Whiskey Tango. Uh, American Wook Talks. All right. I finally figured it out, y'all. I know my first episode, I was kind of batting around at what the hell this was going to be, but I know now what I want this to be. I mean, exactly why I'm doing this. Um, I think my body, my intuition kind of led me to do this. I knew I wanted to start a podcast. I knew kind of why, but recently I went and um, met my friend. We went on a little girls trip on a weekend girls trip to Seattle, Washington. Um, and because flying sucks cock, <laughs> sorry, God, um, because flying sucks, she didn't even make it there until like the next day. She was supposed to land an hour before me and she did not make it there until the next day at like 6 PM. And so I spent a whole entire day in our hotel by myself where I took four grams of mushrooms, psilocybin in a chocolate form. Um, and had the time of my life. <laughs> I, I mean, I say that. I shouldn't say it like that. I learned some shit. I, t I went on a journey. So I should preface, before I even decided to, to take these mushrooms, I had been feeling the need to take mushrooms. I've dabbled with them in the past. I was introduced to them by an ex-best friend, and they were a party drug you know, not necessarily. I think she, she knew that they had, you know, she had their plant medicine. She, she, she introduced me to all the wonders of psilocybin and MDMA. And, um, I realized that these things have great potential to help heal the minds of people struggling with anything really, but I've been following, um, maps is an, not is a nonprofit organization that, that, um, does research in helping veterans. Uh, they do research, um, where they give veterans MDMA, psilocybin and, and do have a psychotherapist there. And they've got, they have so much great research that shows that this stuff can seriously help heal minds. And, um, I want to be a part of that after this. I think I realized that I want to be a part of this, but okay. I'm going to talk about my trip and what I realized. Um, I have been struggling with my mental health for a fucking long time for about three years now. It's been miserable. After I had my son, I experienced postpartum depression and anxiety. And I think that ramped up um, some of the things I experienced in the Marine Corps as well. Um, and before, uh, well, I just want to say like my papal served in the Vietnam War. So I know that I'm not a combat veteran with PTSD. However, I do believe PTSD is like a spectrum. Um, or I don't know, 
and maybe I shouldn't call what I have PTSD because I don't, I don't know, but I do know that what I experienced in the Marine Corps fucking has affected me, <laughs> affected me and has made me a different person than who I truly am. Um, and that's what they do. They brainwash you in boot camp for three fucking months and tear you apart and, and build you back up into a Marine who's go, 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 go. <laughs> that's your only goal is to go, 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 go. Um, and so I don't think I've been, I, I have been, I've been in a hurry to get things done a lot, like all day, like uh, ever since then. So, man, this is just going to be an episode of me rambling for 30 minutes because that's all I got. Okay. So hang in there tight, y'all. I'm sorry. Uh, so yeah, any housers, I've been feeling the need to take this fucking trip because I know that psilocybin has the power to like help you reset your brain and, and help you create new neuro pathways. Well, I've been wanting to get rid of some bad habits before I, before I did this, took these four grams of chocolate mushrooms. I sat down, I wrote down what I wanted to get rid of my bad habits. And I want to be a better mom and I want to treat myself with more love and I just sat down with myself and was like, what do you want to get out of this? And I got way more out of it than I ever thought I could have. I realized so much about what has happened to me and what's been going on in my life and why I've been so fucking miserable. And I have been. I have been miserable. I've been <clears throat> wanting I don't I don't like to say that, but I suicidal ideation is what I've struggled with. I would never, I would never end my own life because I love life. I know that deep down I do, but for the last three years I've struggled with that. And, and it breaks my heart because I know plenty of other female Marines, like female Marine veterans, and they've struggled. And I know, I know I've got male Marine friends who have ended their own lives. And it's heartbreaking to me. Um, I have got a bunch of notes here written, so I'm going to read from it for a little bit. Um, I realized why through this heroic dose of mushrooms, I realized why my body was leading me to start this podcast because I even realized what I would exactly be doing with it. <laughs> All I knew is that I wanted to be a light in the world. I've been saying that for the past few years. I want to spread some love and light. Um, I just want to be some kind of good in the world. And then I realized that what I have been through and my experiences, I'm not alone. My fellow Wooks, <laughs> they're probably experiencing a lot of the same shit that I've experienced. And I want to share my experiences so that maybe they don't feel so alone in this kind of feeling of despair and self-hatred. Um, and, and just know that you're not alone for feeling like a fucking pussy for it either. I know we've been told like throughout the whole, our whole Marine Corps careers that we're not good enough to be there. We're just female Marines. We're not Marines, you know? Um, and, and you're a pussy if you go and seek help for, like I, I know like my first year in the Marine Corps, they were like they hardly allowed me to go to the the battalion aid station, like to the doctor. Like <laughs> they're like, no, you're fine. Get over it. Okay. 
And and I didn't experience, like I said, I didn't ex- experience combat. I did go on a deployment where a lot of my friends did experience like going into a, a, a war zone. I don't know. But anyways, I didn't experience combat. Not at all. And that's not the PTSD I have. Um, I'm not ever going to claim that. I never, I, I, I don't think anybody should ever have to experience that. And I'm so thankful that I didn't. But I do realize that what I've been through has affected me. And after this trip, after this, I don't like even calling it tripping. After this, after I took this fucking medicine and had a six hour journey, (laughs) I felt like happy again. I realized in this trip that I, I haven't loved myself in years. I have not, the things that I did in the Marine Corps made me stop loving myself. I've got a lot of regrets. I do. But at the same time, I've learned and become this person because of those, those things that I did and that I, what I went through. And and I'm really grateful for that because I kind of like who I am at this point. (laughs) So, um, back to my notes, I, um, you know, I was sheltered for most of my life. My parents did a really good job at making my life normal and me and my brother had normal lives, but it also gave me a false sense of reality in some way. I didn't learn who I was or what I wanted until recently, like very recently. Um, and I never learned how to set boundaries for myself. I didn't learn self-worth or self-love. I just learned that you shouldn't have sex before marriage because that's a sin you can't go to heaven. I was raised Christian. And let me add that I don't remember anything that I said in the last podcast. So if I'm repeating myself in some of these things, it's going to happen. Fair warning. Anyways, Um, raised very Christian. And as much as they told me all the rules and, you know, what you can and cannot do, it just never sank. It never went home with me. And I love Jesus. I do. I think he's a perfect love example, but I don't really, I remember just being told how to be, but not being shown and not being taught how to like love myself or how to, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to get into that. Um, anyways, it doesn't matter what you've been through. If you are at a place in life where you no longer enjoy anything around you, if you're in such a dark place that you are using substances to cope, which is what I did for a good year and a half, I was drinking and smoking and the drugs I did, Jesus. Anyways, just to enjoy a little bit of life. And this podcast will be for you. 22 fucking veterans a day take their lives. And I just want to share my experiences in hopes that I can build some type of support system for women veterans, especially for the men too, obviously. Um, For women veterans, especially, but also for the men, because I have a bunch of great male Marines in my life still. And they're great friends and they're brothers and they took care of me. And I, I, I love them. Um, Obviously males make up most of the military anyways, but my sweet girls, any of you sweet girls, (laughs) my sweet fragile flowers out there that were made into fucking killers and war fighters. And you're still, you're now trying to come back into your feminine, your femininity. (laughs) Then this is for you. And I am hoping to build I want to build 
a support system where us girls can get together and talk. That's why I want to have some female Marines on this podcast and just kind of build up the women in my life and in the Marine Corps and in the Navy and in the Army and in the Air Force. You've you've all experienced something too that I'm sure has changed you in some way. Um, Women in history, we were, you know, witches. (laughs) Oh, Mia. Sorry, I'm, I'm, babysitting a dog, my, my cousin's dog. Come here, Mia. Um, they, women used to get together, dance and sing, gather supplies and food and berries for the village until of course they were called witches and burned at the stake. What is happening? Okay. We're still recording. I don't know. Something's popping up on my laptop. Of course. Fucking hell. Anyways, you know, what Salem witch trials that just got rid of women and I just got rid of women being friends. Um, Man, my laptop's making a really loud noise. I'm afraid it's going to blow up. Okay. I just want to play a part in ending the, the, the war female females feel between each other. We don't, we don't, you know, you you always hear, "Ah, I'm a, I'm a girl. What am I trying to say? Those, I was one of these girls. Uh, I get along with more men than I do women. Um, let me get a sip of my coffee, y'all. It's been sitting here for a minute. There's like chunks of half and half in it, and it's grossing me out, but I don't give a fuck. So sorry. All right. Um, yeah, women, man. Um, I was reading something in Moonly, the app. I don't know if I've told y'all about I should probably screen. I think I did screenshot it. Hold on. Let me hurry up and pull that up because it has something to do with this. I was reading this after my trip and it made me realize, oh my God, I was all the way at the top of my fucking photo album. Um, Lord help me. Here it is. Here it is. Nope. That's not it. Okay. Motherfucker. All these Seattle pictures. I don't think I screenshotted it. Okay. Well, basically all this thing said was like, yeah, women, there's a reason why women don't like each other these days. And it has to do with past issues and history. And now we're at a point in life where women are just like terrible to each other for the most part. When I find a girl that's like, I love girls. I'm like, girl, I love you. (laughs) I just want us women to become uh, more supportive with each other. And, um, anyways, moving on lessons from this trip, a lesson that I learned from my journey on psilocybin. I need to slow the fuck down ever since boot camp. I've been in a hurry to get things done. Like I said earlier, and if you've ever been to boot camp, especially the Marine Corps boot camp, because it's three months long and it's way worse than any other boot camp. Don't care what they say. Then you understand how much of a hurry we were always in just to sit down, sit around and wait. I mean, it was always throughout the entire, my, 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 throughout my entire Marine Corps career, I was always like, we were always being told like, we got to get there. We got to get there. We got to be there on time. The whole battalion has to be there. And then we'd get there and we'd wait for hours and hours and hours. And I'm like, I literally hate everybody. You know, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. So at one point during my trip, when I, did, uh, mm-hmm. God damn, sorry. At one point during my trip, when I started to, you know, come 
close to home from the journey, <laughs> I decided I needed lunch. So I ordered a, a beef sandwich from a place called The Meltdown in Seattle. And this sandwich reminded me how important, this is all for my notes, how important good nutritional food is for us. I mean, it probably wasn't the healthiest, but I got a side of fruit with it and I sat and I ate this thing like an animal on the floor. And I started to think about a male Marine who had great influence in my life. And I won't say his name, but I know he'll know who he is. Um, if he ever listens to this, um, this man was a huge role model in my life. I always looked up to him because there were some shitty male Marines, but this man was the most disciplined, like think David Goggins. Well, I shouldn't, I shouldn't compare anybody to David Goggins, but if I'm going to compare somebody to David Goggins, it's going to be this man. He's fucking outstanding. What an outstanding Marine and just an amazing person in general. But he wasn't like the NCOs that demanded something from you without showing you that he could also do it. Uh, I said working out with him was always torture, straight torture, but you loved it because usually afterwards we would go to Texas Roadhouse and this man would annihilate a steak with his bare hands. I mean, he would eat it like a bear. He never needed much. He always seemed to be poor, but you could tell he was just taken care of. Not poor. I don't, I shouldn't say that. He, he would just like never buy new socks. The dude always had like holy socks and he's like, it's fine. I don't need any. I don't need new socks. These are fine. He was just comfortable with being uncomfortable. Exactly what a Marine should be. And thinking about him just helped me realize that like, we are animals. We're humans and we're products of our environment and our experiences. And food is a special thing. It is nutrition. It is fuel for our bodies. And I have had a shit relationship with food for a very long time. And so I'm going to start trying to change that. I want to, I want to grow my own food. Um, and I want to slow down and just be more appreciative of, of those things. Um, okay. What time is it? I want to be done in 15 minutes. So <sighs> I'm sorry. There's so much to go over still. Um, yeah, I wrote that I want to unite women. I basically said that because we are magic. That's something I learned during this, this journey. I, I I'm magic. We are all magic. Every fucking one of you is magic Every human on this earth is filled with the universe and with magic. We are light that came out of darkness, y'all. <laughs> Think about that. Like, that is science. That is science. If you want some truth, just know that you are light that came out of darkness. That's Take a fucking astronomy class and you'll know that's what we all are beautiful. Um, I, I've had a friend. Oh, I've had girlfriends and I've always, okay. I already said all this. I basically, oh yes. Uh, when I went to boot camp, I was told by my drill instructors that we would either be a bitch or a whore when we got to the fleet. How lovely is that? I've never been a bitch. <laughs> I wish those drill instructors had just taught us how to navigate being surrounded by men in the Marine Corps besides telling us that we would just be a bitch or a whore. I've never been a bitch in my life. Uh, 
I I hate conflict, so my destiny was to become a horror, I guess. <laughs> that's precisely that's I'm reading from my notes. That's precisely what happened, basically, because like I said, I've never learned uh, self love or how to set boundaries. I was raised Christian and knew that sex before marriage was wrong, but I also had a best friend who was not afraid of conflict and was just raised differently than me. I love her, but seeing her throughout high school always have the attention of men. Uh, I was, I was always a third wheel at all times. Um, I always wanted a boyfriend because of that. And because that's what you do in the South, you get married and you have kids and then you hate your life. Uh, no, most of those people probably love their lives and I'm, I'm being a fucking cunt. So anyways, being surrounded by men in the Marine Corps and having pretty much as much attention as I wanted was overwhelming. Um, when I got to the fleet, there was one particular person who I really wanted to be with, but we basically, it just couldn't happen. And long story short, after that, I just started sleeping around, man. I just, I just wanted attention and I couldn't get it from him. So I was getting it from every other man. (laughs) So embarrassing. And I wish I hadn't have gone buck wild and just fucked pretty much anything. But I did. And, um, it sucked, man. Like it's the main reason why I started to stop loving myself. Like I was just allowing myself to be used all the time. And a lot of the times I didn't really want to do that. A lot of the times I was just looking for a, a boy to like come in and like, you know, hang out and like, get to know me. (laughs) I just wanted to have a relationship. I've never, I had never really had a a boyfriend for the most part and like not a real relationship. So that's what I was yearning for. And I just kept getting fucked, dude. (laughs) It was gross. Um, you know, and that's, that's something that they teach you is that you shouldn't share your, like Christianity, you shouldn't share, you, you shouldn't have sex before marriage, but they don't tell you that it's like, yeah, you're a sacred energy. Oh my God. My co-host is trying to call me right now. You're, you're not getting in on this one, girl. Anyways, I got to wrap this shit up soon. Um, let's see where out in my notes. Um, yeah. Um, what did I say? I said, yeah, so they'd come over, men would come over, and I'd just want to hang out. But before I knew it, hands were in my pants, and apparently mama didn't raise no bitch. She raised a whore, so <laughs> I couldn't say no. I'd try to say no, and I eventually just got to a point where I just let them do what they did, you know. So instead of continuing a conflict that I hate, I would just lie down and allow it. You know, I don't like conflict. So I just would be like, here we go. It's fine. Yet another one. What what is it going to, what's it going to do? My self-worth just diminished to almost nothing. I was drinking pretty heavily during that year. I remember waking up late for PT one morning because I had drank half a bottle of Jack Daniels. Um, And when I got downstairs, my platoon sergeants knew immediately. They could, first of all, I was late and they could smell the whiskey on me. It was disgusting. I couldn't even, I, when I woke up, I realized how late I was. I had slept on, I had slept in my P, my PT gear, my green on green, because I knew 
I knew drunk Brooke was take, trying to take care of uh, Marine Brooke. So I didn't even have time to pee when I woke up. I just knew I needed to get the fuck downstairs and get to formation for, for physical training. And so they took us on a run, which I fell out of like usual. Um, I didn't have time to pee, like I said, so I ducked off into a bush at one point during the run and just pissed and then tried catching back up. Um, when we got back, they, the, my sergeants, they took me up to my room. They made me pour out the rest of my Jack Daniels. And they told me that this would be my only chance. I was 18 or 19 at the time, so they could have really fucked me over. These, these sergeants could have given me the worst. They could have taken me... They could have NJP'd me, taken my rank, taken taken my pay, and made me sit in restriction. It, it could have been really bad. It could have really made me miserable, but they didn't. They gave me a chance, made me pour that whiskey out. And the female sergeant, who I was terrified of because I was terrified of females after boot camp especially, she said that one of her sergeants had done the same for her in the past. So they told me to start embracing the Marine Corps because it wasn't going to embrace my bullshit. And that's exactly what I did. I had a roommate at the time who I love and miss more than anything. She started to go to the gym during that time. So I followed her lead. I was tired of being the fucking shitty female Marine who sucked at PT and sucked at her job and didn't give a fuck about the Marine Corps. I, I wanted to be a Marine. I did. So my experience wasn't all that bad after that first year in the fleet. Me and my roommate were lucky enough to get to go to another battalion where we got to deploy with the Navy. And we spent eight months uh, overseas. We visited nine different countries and got to go to Hawaii. Um, yeah, and uh, some of my corporals, like I said, the, the man who ate like an animal, he came with us. A couple of our other uh, Marines from cell block one came with us to cell block 11. <laughs> I'm talking about my battalions. Uh, sorry, y'all. Jesus Christ. Okay, we're going on 30 minutes. I'm going to wrap it up soon. But basically, yeah, this is, let's see. I think I wrote something else down in my notes here that I might want to share. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I... My my experience in the Marine Corps was not that bad. I want to read something that my friend from another friend from the Marine Corps told me because he reached out and was asking how I was doing. And I said that there was a devil in my head. I told him there was a demon in my head telling me that I should be miserable, even though I know how much I have to be grateful for. And I know how beautiful my life is, but there was a demon in my head telling me to die. <laughs> and he said, oh, I had also said that I wish I had stayed in the Marine Corps and gone to be a drill instructor. He was a drill instructor at one point. So I told him that I wish I had done that too, because it would have really made my papa proud. Well, he said, he's still proud of you, Swift. You are one of the female Marines that made me view female Marines in a different light. You were hardworking, smart, and physically capable of doing what the males did. I'm going to cry. Shit, you were funny and popular amongst all Marines. You held the standard. You are a great Marine. I had no doubt you'd be a staff NCO right now. And I just told him, you know, thank you. And he said, I really mean it, Swift. I know it's harder for the female core. It's a sad reality, 
but I have no doubt you could have made it to the top if you wanted to. I'm sorry, it's early and it's a new moon and <laughs> I'm emotional. <laughs> they said you can always come back. Just remember the higher you get, the smaller your circle gets. I hope you still carry that within motherhood and your civilian and personal life. And that just really meant a lot to me because I did. My last three years, I fucking busted my ass to be a good Marine. Because I wanted to be a Marine. My papa was a Marine. My cousin Shayla was a Marine. And it makes me proud that I did that. And that I that I embraced the Marine Corps and became a good Marine. I'm really glad and really proud of myself for getting through that first year. But that first year has taken a toll on my mental health still. And I know, I know there are other female Marines out there who have experienced similar, similar things to what I have. And I haven't talked about it all yet. And I will, but I don't have time this morning. So I want to continue this um, podcast in hopes that I can just be, I can help someone. If there's one other female Marine out there, female, I don't know. I don't even care if you're a female, but I, I just, I just feel called to like, you know, help my fellow Wooks out. But I just, the 22 veterans a day is fucking not okay. I can't stand that 22 veterans a day fucking kill themselves. And that plant medicine is so hard to get. So anyways, I've recently decided to um, go back to school and go into a nursing program. And I'm so thankful that I have 19 months left on my GI Bill. <laughs> Thank you, because this is a 15-month course that I'm going to be going to. And I want to become a nurse because I want to help veterans and, and with mental health. I'm going to find a way to help just go find a doctor that's working with veterans. In, I, don't, I don't know yet. I don't know yet, but I know that I passed the Wonderlick test with a 28. I only needed 18. And this is what I'm meant to do. I'm meant to do this podcast because it could help somebody by sharing my experiences. This can help somebody. And I'm going to become a nurse because I want to help. I just want to help people. I love people. I'm tired of hating people. I've hated people because I've hated myself for so long. And I don't want to do that anymore. I just want it to be a light in the world. And these mushrooms have helped me realize and helped me <laughs> that last trip, man. Really, it I've I've felt so much lighter since that last that last journey on psilocybin. So with that personal experience, I just really believe in plant medicine and what it can do for veterans who experience PTSD or female veterans who just have stopped loving themselves, this can help you. And I want to be a part in the process to make plant medicine more accessible to people who fucking need it. It's not for everybody. It's not a goddamn party drug. This shit is, it has healing powers. 
And so anyways, that's the podcast today, y'all. And I'm, I'm sorry it's been a whole month since I've released one, but oh yeah, it's almost six o'clock. I got to leave here in about 30 minutes for work. Um, I've got, I've got some more time left, um, on this, this, this recording platform. I'm going to, I'm going to use it up. I'm going to try not to wait a whole month to do another podcast, but kind of takes a while to like get, (laughs) get it set up and to know what you're going to talk about. So anyways, I don't have time. I gotta, I gotta stop rambling. Um, Thank you for listening. If you did, and I fucking love you. And I hope anybody that listens to this knows that if they need, they need anything, they need to talk. I have some resources or you can talk to me. I'm going to do my best to start finding more resources for us. Um, I have a few that I want to share in the future, but yeah, let reach out if you need to talk, if you need it, you know, I don't give good advice, but I, I'll listen to you. Um, reach out to somebody. Know that you're not alone. Anyways, I love you. Um, sorry I cried. I'm a big puss now. Um, Any housers. <sighs> okay, bye.